Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be talking about this week? Ryan, air. It's important. Heard that. And unions, unions, unions. What about you, Ryan? Tyler, this week I am going to quiz you on what reality truly is as we discuss the Mandala effect. Mm. And we also discuss dealing with the monotony of excellence. So let's begin our journey. Your parents are going to die. Yeah. Your parents are going to die. And and much like that friend who will tell you, you got a booger hanging from your nose. I'm going to be real with you. I'm, I, I think we should discuss it. What do you think about it, Tyler? Sure. Everybody's going to die, Ryan. That's the way life works. It ends in death. Chuck Norris? Going to die. Are we still making Chuck, Chuck Norris jokes? Uh, no, okay. no, th- because all of them have already been made. Really? Yeah. Now they yeah. just Chuck Boris. Now, here's the thing. Why do people not want to talk about the finality of their parents? I think people have a hard time discussing the finality of death in terms of anybody, but specifically in terms of our parents, it hurts to think about their uh, personality, their essence, not being here anymore and able to, and being able to interact with them. Well, and just watching them age where just by definition, things get sapped away from you. Your mm. powers weaken as you get older. I will tell you in their advanced age, it takes mom about two and a half weeks to tell a story at this point. Yeah. I mean, it is like pulling teeth. I love you, mommy, but we need a, a, a tight five out of you. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. And it really makes me respect the need to get all my stories out now sure. because God only knows what kind of bumbling, mumbling mess I'm going to be then. I don't think we're going to make it that far, not in longevity, but just in mental, you know, capacity. Sure. So I, I have a real problem here because what you want to do is you want to kind of, you want to get yourself ready. You want to think about these things And unfortunately, Tyler, as you well know, I can't see pictures in my mind. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, we talk about it all the time. And you use it as an excuse for anything you can try to get away with. Uh, What are you talking about? That have nothing to do. Tyler, it's a handicap. I'm being dead serious. Well, that I agree with. It's a handicap and it's really tough on me. My, my, my. It's not tough on you. It is very tough tough on on me. It's not tough on you. I have. Memory issues. I couldn't even remember the word for memory right there. Nonetheless, I don't want to fight with you right now. You're being a dick. What I do want to do is I want to practice this a little bit. You want to milk it. (laughs) I do, but let's finish the show. Yucky. I want to practice this a little bit because I can't run over these things in my head. I want to, I I want to get ready for when this actually happens. I want to practice a little bit. I want to do a cold run. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. All right, let's do it. Okay. You got to pick up the phone, Tyler. Uh, click. <laughs> I don't do sound effects. Pick up the phone, Tyler. There is no phone to pick up. You know, Tyler, this is improv. Yes, and. Yes, and. Yes. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> Tyler. Tyler. Tyler, it's me. It's Ryan. It's your brother, Ryan Menendez. Hey, buddy. What's up? What's up? Are you? I'm you, good, man. You, you know I prefer to text. Not sure why you're co- I'm sorry, Tyler. Tyler, do you remember? Do you remember mom and dad? Yes. <laughs> you're dead. No, they're not. Yes. <laughs> Tyler, they're dead. What are you doing right I, now, Tyler? I'm just trying the to. The annoying like, sound effects killing our parents. So you so, can't drown me out, man. All that I'm saying is, is that people should. I, I know these things kind of feel terrible to to bandy about, you know. But I think that we should kind of try to feel some of these things before they happen. Well, I think there are healthy conversations to be had around the subject. Absolutely. The acknowledgement and acceptance that life does come to an end. We don't need to see it as a, you know, given the circumstances, if somebody's lived a full life, we don't need to see it as a negative. Well, and, and I think what you just said is acceptance. Really where our pain comes from is just not wanting for reality to be real. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get into that today while talking about the Mandala effect. My name is Ryan. (laughs) And my name is Tyler. 
and we are still those guys you hate. What is going on, everybody, and what is going on to you, Tyler? Welcome back. Another week here in the studio. It is another of those guys you hate. Hello. Welcome, Tyler. I'm excited to be doing another show with you. What number is this? 468 or? 134. How about that, Tyler? How about that? Good old 134. You know what that was in beeper code? Uh, I, you love, I don't remember. What is it? I don't think anything. No. This week I am going to be talking about the Mandala effect, Tyler, the Mm. Mandala effect. What do you know about Mandala effect? Well, it's something that was coined after a large section of the population had thought that, uh, Nelson Mandela had died when in fact, I believe he was still in prison. And then when he was released from prison after, what was it, 30 years, uh, people were shocked to learn that he was actually still alive. It had been accepted widely that he had died. Everybody thought that he had died in the 1980s. -hmm. And, and, And what do you credit that to? So in other words, what this is, it's a fake piece of information that is commonly believed. So in other words- You see it a lot throughout movies too, like a certain scene that everybody agrees happened. Or a scene that didn't happen, like Wizard of Oz. I believe the Scarecrow had a gun in one of the scenes, which was a Nelson, the Nelson Mandela effect. I, I saw that too, and I'm like, this is like the born identity before the born identity. <laughs> this is badass. I've never heard of that one. Yeah. I've never heard of the Wizard of Oz where the Scarecrow had a gun. Yeah. I've heard of the hanging little person. But that's a, that's a myth that you can actually go and see in the movie itself. Well, all of these things are. I'm glad that you said that. The famous line from Star Wars where, uh, what's his name? The guy with the black helmet? Darth Vader. Darth Vader, sure. I think that's right. Or Dark Helmet, we, depending on what version we you can prefer. Reveal. <laughs> the famous line from Darth Vader to Luke was? Uh, no. I am your father. Very good. Everybody yes. thinks it is Luke. I am your father. But it's not. Very good. Great James Earl Jones impression. Is that who he was? <laughs> Jeez, spoiler <laughs> alert, Tyler. So, wait. good on them. They, uh, you know, having interracial relationships in the past, which is also the future. <laughs> Whatever it is. Who, who had uh, interracial? Wait, hold on. Well, James Earl Jones was black. and What? And, and Mark Hamill is white. Wow. Hence the interracial joke that I made just That's now. pretty good. Thank That's you. That's pretty good. I'm Thank sure you. it'll get edited out. So what you and I are going to do- You never support me. I, especially not now. <laughs> what you and I are going to do as I put it together on the fly is play, I don't know, the Mandala effect. All right. I had no idea what was gonna happen when I hit that button. Are you ready, Tyler? You're gonna have to explain that because that sound effect nailed it. I gotta tell you, that uh, that put a lot of pressure on this segment that I don't think is gonna <laughs> work its way up. That made this sound like it was totally badass. You better live up to that I'm hype sorry, right there. Man, I am worried. <laughs> now, not only do I have throughout the show, I'm gonna let you try to picture in your mind's eye. Let's really give this a go. I am not only going to tell you whether you're right or wrong about how you remember some of these famous things. Oh, I'm excited. So I am going to give you two options. And what I really want you to do, serious, is is think about it in your mind's eye and see if you can actually pull back some of these things and see if you're afflicted by the Mandela effect yourself. Are you ready, Tyler? You got it. Let's do this. Now, this one may be before your time. And I think this is probably the most famous one. Well, most of time was before my time. Tyler, you're being a dick right now. Do you remember the Berenstain Bears? I do. I actually used to read the books when I was younger. But a wee lad. If I remember correctly, some of them got pretty dark. Some of them were very darkly themed. In terms of what? Just in terms of how they were uh, drawn, illustrated, and really? whatnot. It used to creep me out as a kid, but there wasn't a very high standard to to meet. Okay, uh, we can review because I don't recall that at all. Mm-hmm. So Berenstain Bears, Tyler, do you remember it? Berenstain, S-T-A-I-N, or S-T-E-I-N? Now, before you answer it, really think about it. Can you remember as a kid 
that picture, I know it's such a, a minor memory, but I think that's a big part of how this works. Well, and it's a difference between the two names is pretty minor, minor, uh, but just they, like whether Nelson Mandela died or went on to become the South African leader, it's, <laughs> it's very minor. And I think that's how these things work. You really got to look into the gray sure. area of these things. Honestly, who cares? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jeez, I'm just kidding. I, I, I respect you. Yeah. I'm sure. I don't know a lot about you, but I respect you. And you saved it. <laughs> uh, Diplomacy, I, Tyler. I, Google it. I want to say that it's the uh, Bearstein Bears. The Barons, you can see it on the front that, of the that, book. That's what calls to me in my so, in my body. So you're saying the Berenstein Bears is how S-T-E-I-N. it would be. E-I-N. Berenstein Bears. Oh, oh Tyler, you've been mandala in the buttocks. <laughs> now what? I'm going to ask you one more. <laughs> ah, I'm not good at verbs, Tyler. That's like you just rolled two dice. Yeah. It's like you just rolled two dice. And one of them has a body part and the other one has a random person. <laughs> I have to lick your nose. <laughs> Shit. Um, that's, you know what? That'd be great for the show. If you and I got some of those sex dice and we just played it out on the show. What? Content, Tyler. It's just constant. What are you talking about? All right. Well, you know what? Let's not have show meetings on there. We'll discuss this. A, I don't mean to be a prude. You don't mean but- a bit of a prude, Tyler. You have to massage my toe webbing. Some- oh, All right, here we go. Now, does oh. the mascot for the board game Monopoly, do you know his name, by the way? No. What do you call him? The mascot for the board game Monopoly. The mascot for the board game Monopoly. Yeah, you call him the Monopoly man. The Monopoly man, right. yeah. His name is actually Rich Uncle Pennybags. What a dick. Yeah. That really changes my view of him. <laughs> really does. Those trickle down in economics just really ended up. I don't understand how trickle down I, economics. Works. I acknowledge that our names are not our choice. I get it. But dude, you're a man now. You're an adult. You have the ability to change it. Take responsibility for your actions. Come on. Mr. Rich Uncle Pennybags. Um, now, Rich Uncle Pennybags, the Monopoly man, does he wear a monocle? Before you answer, Monopoly is what? The most famous board game of all time? It's got to be, right? Uh, yeah, I would say We can so. review it. That sure. could be fun. That or Jumanji. Thank you, Robin Williams. We don't talk about that in this house, Tyler. <laughs> Does he wear a monocle? See it in your mind. Does I, I'm, I'm immediately saying yes. Yeah. I'm immediately saying yes. He is a rich, highfalutin douchebag, sure. sure. and he is on the side watching me buy the railways. He knows sure. that's a shitty purchase sure. and just rubbing his monocle over his eye, we're, snooty at We're me. assuming he has one good eye. I, I would guess that he has a monocle as well. Does he have a monocle? He does Damn not. It. The Monopoly man, as well known as Rich Uncle Pennybags, does not wear a monocle. I don't think that's well known. I would have guessed that he did as well. It's And that's so interesting that so many people have that same memory. But what kind of rich person are you? You're going to walk around with a top hat and you don't have a fucking monocle? You do look like an asshole. It's making us angry, much like your name. Let's talk about it in the Depression Index. Mm. What the depression and would somebody please get that phone? (laughs) It is a machine that we crank up every week to let you know how down we are. Tyler. It's mom. I'm ignoring her. How do you do? I was about to hit it again. How do you do? Uh, I was doing better, but since you've Rang that phone in my eardrums. Let freedom ring, Tyler. Multiple times. It's gone up a few times. I'm just going to jump right into my theme for the week. It's very short, very simple. I'm using this depression index as your weekly reminder to breathe. Ryan, my brother. Breathe with me. Deep breath. Yeah. Feels good, Tyler. Feels Bring so good. That air in. I am not saying that breathing deeply is a panacea. It's not going to fix all your problems, but it does really help in relieving those really minor, uh, minute, unconscious issues that we have. It really relaxes the body. Uh, remember to do it. I agree. And also to deal with your minor issues, get one of those those helmets with the light on the front. A, I A miner's helmet? We don't serve miners here, Tyler. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I was reading a book called The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari because I'm in on the self-help because I I have self-esteem problems. Uh And he was discussing that most people do not breathe correctly just in terms of how shallow you are breathing. You are Mm -hmm. not taking in enough oxygen to properly run the mechanisms that are your body. Well said. 
Thank you. Well said. Thank yes. you. It wasn't me. It was that other guy. Well, well said while stealing it. I agree. Yes. Remember to breathe, ladies and gentlemen. Do it one more time. And Ryan, for this week, I, that's a good breath right there. Thank you. I am at a six. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's a lot for you, Tyler. Why are you at a six? You've been... uh... I'm just carrying around these heavy emotions, and I'm trying to relieve them, but they just don't want to let go, and so I'm I'm dragging my feet, Ryan. going through it, Tyler. Well, you know what? Uh, Gay it up. I think I have to legally say that. Gay it up. I think... Really, where I got my idea of where I was going, of what I was going to talk about this week, was through observing you. And what I mean by that is, you've been doing great recently, and you've been on such an upward trajectory that I think sometimes you settle into the monotony of excellence. Once you're down in the dumps and you're like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to work out, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and you start doing it, you feel great. You're flooded with those emotions. I'm finally accomplishing what I wanted to get done. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I am discussing? Oh, yeah. I, I hit those peaks many times uh, over the course of my life in terms of working out because that was one of the grand, the, the, one of the grandest ideas I had was I, if I could just get my body the way that I could picture sure. it in my head, everything else will fall into place. The most is, elusive of things. Which yeah. is just, it's never true. It will never come true, ladies and gentlemen. That is, and you know what? We're going to be talking about that a little bit more later on because I have something that I thought was interesting from one Arnold Schwarzenegger, Tyler. Mm. I think what happens is after you've done that and you felt those feelings and then you start to sustain it, I think that excellence can be very lonely. I think that being great on a day-to-day basis can be extremely monotonous. Mm-hmm. Doing those things, once you've passed that that first leg of your journey where you're like, I'm doing it, I'm, I'm impressing myself and others, now continuing on with it and not being like, yeah, I've been doing good for the last couple of months. I could eat a little bit of this or I could, you know, I could skip today at the gym. Mm-hmm. I think that that is where the next leg of the journey starts. Yeah, well said. I think it's a, it's difficult, but ultimately necessary. I agree. And just to, uh, you know, acknowledge that you're doing a great job. And Yeah, uh, you're fucking killing it, you're man. You're killing it. You're killing it. But you're not breathing enough. So get your shit together this yeah, week. I yourself. am at a... Uh, man, I'm at a two, Tyler. I'm, Whoa. I got a lot of crazy shit going on in my life, as I've said, week after week after week after week. Here's the secret. It'll never stop mm. until you're dead. I am still feeling good. This week, I'm at a two. Yeah. One, two. Two, two. Two, 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 two. Now, Tyler, we've got a lot going on this week. I know you've got a good, the bad, the interesting coming up. Oh, Ryan, and I am so sorry. I made a mistake. Nope, I told you nope, all I... Nope, you told me only one thing. I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry, Tyler. We're locked in not, for the not, week. You're not doing it. I have a GBI, but I also, come on, you know I have to do a happy death day. No, Tyler! You know I have to. Why do you not respect the way that I put the, the blood, the sweat, and the toil that I put in? Go ahead. He's about to eat again in the middle of the show. You're gonna, you're gonna take the microphone, Tyler. Take the microphone. My, my, my stream deck has stopped working, so I'm gonna drop the. This is pathetic. I know it's not great. You're not making this any easier for me. Ryan! Yes. Queen Elizabeth II has died at the age of 96. Man, that is going to be a tough edit. I don't know what I'm going to do there at the end opening of this segment. Wait, what happened to her? It is. She was 96. What do you mean what happened to her? She she turned 96. It is. uh, Isn't it a weird time to bring up that it's 2022 and we're still referring to people in the world as a king or a queen? That's nutty. Do we dislike Queen Elizabeth? Can you answer my question first? I, I'm going to. Oh, do we? Oh. Is she a bad person, a good person, somewhere oh, in between? How could I possibly answer that? Because people who uh, live in uh, colonies that were seized forcibly by force yeah. don't view her all that well because their ancestors were, you know, murdered and killed right. for their land. Nothing then, worse than when somebody acts forcibly by force. That is the worst uh, weekend. Yeah. That's not what you're looking for. Yeah, it was double the force. Oh, man. Double the flavor, double the force. You guys are (laughs) fucked. The redcoats are coming. But if you live in Britain and you've uh, done very well off of maybe her uh, policies, off of some of her- Her uh, economic decisions. Very much so. Then obviously you would view her favorably. I think, I 
Is that a currency joke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tyler. Yeah, what else would it be? It's hilarious. That's great, buddy. It's as good as your intro to this segment. Yeah, I'm not really doing all that well right now. I'm a bit, a bit scatterbrained. No, you're doing great, Tyler. Nevertheless, We're having fun. she took the position at the age of 25. Yeah. You're 40. I'm 34. What are we doing with our lives, Ryan? When her uncle died? or When her father abdicated the throne. And what does abdicated mean? He died? No, he just, he, he gave it up because he wanted to marry a divorcee. Oh, that's right. And they wouldn't allow it. That hussy. That. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, real, true love, Ryan. That's true nuts, love. man. And, and you know what? That is beautiful. I love sure. that. That's like Shrek. Wait, what? I don't remember the movie that well, but you know what I'm saying? Just romantic. Like Who's a, the ogre like in this a, situation? Like a, I mean, don't make me say it. <laughs> well, uh, as I said, she took her position uh, in 1952, and she was at the age of 25 when she just gave it up. It was given to her just like kind of like, all right, here you go. And that might be her greatest achievement in everything she's done because within the previous five years of her taking the throne at such a young age, think of this. The, her empire was crumbling. Within the last five years before she took the throne, the countries of Jordan, Pakistan, India... Myanmar and Sri Lanka all voted to become independent. And that was just within five years of her taking the throne. Wow. All these different colonies were finally becoming independent. And so she's taking the throne over and she helped to modernize, bring the throne into the modern era, into the 20th and the 21st century. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. She embraced technology as it showed up. Uh, these things- Well, good on you. These things usually end, and by things, I mean these empires across time usually end in fire and murder. And while it has transitioned into a more uh, ceremonial position, it is still alive and well, as you see across the pond. So if I'm reading this correctly, I think that we like her, Tyler. Do we like her? I don't have any problems with her, but I mean, just admit that you're German, lady. Just admit that you're German. We can review, we find out <laughs> her actual name. Wachen No, I'm not gonna do that. I was I'm gonna kidding. say. Yeah, Waka Flock of Flame. Admit to your lineage, people. We wanna see your papers. <laughs> she was born in Hawaii. Um, all right, Why did it Tyler? take you so long to give them out? <laughs> I demand it. Great job, Tyler. And, Thanks, and I'm I'm sorry to Prince Charles, the king. King Charles? King Charles. Wow. He is now King Charles. Why are you sorry to him? I lost his mommy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Wow, and that's crazy because you look at him and you're like, man, he is up there in age. He's an old man. His mother was alive for that long. He's an old, he's an old man. Crazy. And that is Happy Death Day. Do, do you think he's happy in any way? I don't know the deep dark demons that go on in that world. You got Prince Andrew over there. You don't know. We what, don't talk about him. We do talk. You're thinking of Bruno. We do talk about him. Um, I think, we do. I think it's very important that we talk about yeah, him. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. He's so, not just little people. Who knows? Young people. Uh, what, what Prince Charles is actually like growing up in that sheltered environment. He may blink sideways being a lizard person. But I also, but I also don't mean... He's happy that she died. I'm just saying, do you think there's joy in the fact that, like, holy shit, I'm king? Absolutely. I, yeah. I would say yeah, so. Yeah, You've yeah. waited your whole life for this. How many times do I got to poison you, old lady? Tyler, I need you to get in. <laughs> we, well, this is a boat we've used before. It is, because we're, unfortunately, and I'm not making a joke here, Oh, we're going to Pakistan. Oh, oh. You know what's going on in Pakistan, Tyler? I mean, I know they and India don't get along very much. Sure, and I know you're pro-India and- Whoa, no. Are you not? I'm pro-peace. Oh, okay. Pro-peace. I wish they didn't fight. Okay, I I'll take that. Really waffling here, Tyler. Uh, but Pakistan has already experienced three times as much rain as it does in an average year this year. Wow. They are having what is, you know, being bandied about as monsoons on steroids, Tyler. Mm. And it has killed 1,160 people so far. Holy shit. A third of Pakistan is underwater. Damn, and Pakistan isn't exactly a small country. I am not good with geography, but what I will tell you is, man, this world is, is on fire. It, it is a crazy time. To be a human. And it just so happens that you're seeing photos across the internet of people here in the States where it's the opposite. The water is running out. And now when they turn their faucets on to take a shower, it's like brown. It's basically soil coming out of their pipes. Why is that? Because I, there's I, no I, water left. So everything that's being dredged up is from the very bottom of the basin. I've always so to speak. wondered that where, where people tell you don't waste water. How do you waste water? I, I, I understand it and I follow it. 
as best I can. Mm -hmm. How does that work? Well, I don't know the intricacies of where the water goes after we've used it because sure. I think it goes to a, a processing water plant of some kind. Plant, sure. But in terms of the water sources, those are lakes, those are uh, aquifers. They Those are locations that are getting lower and lower than they've ever been wow. year over year. This isn't, the thing is, is it's not supposed to be happening this fast. Crazy weather shit happens all the time. It's not supposed to change this fast. Sure. Well, like I said, Pakistan is dealing with its climate change, which isn't real. And we are, uh, we're, we're kind of reaping what we sow, Tyler. Is that- For something that's not real, it sure is effing sure. us in the A. Sure. No, yeah. it's a- uh, Theater, theater of the mind is in my living room right now, up to my knees. So uh, our prayers go out to all the people who uh, who are going through that, Tyler. Did you really lead me into that conversation by saying I'm pro India? That was a weird way to prop me up in going into a Pakistan conversation. Weird stance to take. Let's do some Mandala effect. Peace. You're gonna get me stabbed, bro. That, people take that seriously. You do it to yourself. Take some responsibility. Now, Tyler. I poo-poo on your sound effect. Your mind's eye. Use it. Does the monkey in the children's book series, Curious George, have a tail? Before you say it, think. You you know Curious George, of course. Of course. I was that, I was read his stories as a child. That man in the yellow hat. Very selfish monkey, by the way. Bad monkey. Very selfish He's monkey. He's a bad monkey. I agree with you. And the man in the all yellow outfit, first of all, odd fashion choice. Sure. Second of so, all. No, no, no. He was wearing those those hats that everybody wears now years, decades, <laughs> I say, before they were doing it. But his whole suit was yellow. Sure. He looked like a big old banana. Sure, <gasps> sure. Now I get it. What? Oh, wow, Big Tyler. banana monkey. Wow. He was an enabler. All all jokes aside, <laughs> that man enabled that monkey. Well, the monkey he was enabling didn't have a tail. I'm going to say, yes, it did, right? Tyler says, Curious George had a tail. You got to be shitting me. Tyler is O for three. That is incredible. Now, Damn you, Nelson Mandela. Yeah, he's bad, dude. Now, now <laughs> don't you're, double. <laughs> you're really trying here, right? Of course. That's pretty crazy. Of course. That's very good. All right. Now, this one, I think that you're actually going to get right just because of who you are. What is the name Thank you. of the 1990s children's film about a wish-granting genie? Is it Kazam or Shazam? Is it Kazam or Shazam? And this movie was starring... Shaquille O'Neal. Very good, uh -huh. yes. I remember the scene where he made it rain candy and sweets. It was amazing. And that's how kids got diabetes, Tyler. That is true. Was it Kazam or was it Shazam giving all those kids diabetes? Well, the thing is, and here's the odd thing, is my brain wants to say it is Shazam, but I am remembering Shaquille O'Neal's voice on the magic bicycle as he rides through the sky. I am Kazam. I'm going to say Kazam. Hey, Tyler Dunn did it. I got one. I'm on the board. Eat that, Nelson Mandela. <laughs> and Shaquille O'Neal. Especially <laughs> you, Sha Shaquille O'Neal. For whatever reason. And when we come back, we'll feed you some more. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. You gotta put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. 
So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you. Thank you for supporting Those Guys You Hate, and let's get back to the show. Those guys... Birds do it. I'm not saying that it is wrong. They seem pretty smart. Yeah, bird brain. That's what you call somebody when you want to wise as an old owl. And you want to insult somebody, you call them Einstein. It's calling them a human being is the most is the biggest insult to their intelligence. Bird brain. I say we make it a positive. You hate. I know that you're wrong, but I can't figure out how to argue against what you just said. So I think that technically makes me right. I think you're right here. I'm bowing out respectfully. Those guys, those guys, those guys, red circle. Um, gonna get sued one of these. Um, Tyler. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying that. We're gonna cut that out. Tyler. Yep, Alabama almost lost, buddy. Old pal, old old friend. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Um, yes, yeah. I, it was down to the wire. Kicked a field goal right at the end. Almost had that sweet, sweet taste of enemy defeat. But they won. More like Nick Satan, am I right? Tyler. <laughs> no, what? no, that's too what are, you, what are you talking about? I can't call somebody Satan, what? man. I didn't. That's not cool. I put Nick at the front of it. That's his name. <laughs> that's not cool. Tyler, yesterday I was at the bar and I was having a discussion with one of my coworkers about body dysmorphia. I was describing how men can also have body dysmorphia. I have had body dysmorphia, still do to some degree. Sure. Every, everybody can. It's not a gender thing. Agreed. But yeah. I think it's more commonly associated with women. Is that fair? And I think it's fair to say that it is more commonly associated with women simply because the pressure that is put on them uh, societally compared to men. Well, what this woman was telling me is that when she was out of shape, she was more confident. She didn't feel those pressures as she does now that she's working out. Well, what kind of pressures? What do you mean? Just before she didn't feel good about herself and she accepted that. And now that she's trying to maintain and take care of herself, she's putting these pressures on herself that she didn't have before. Okay, sure. So I described how I've gone through my life with, I think most people would say a good physique. Uh, It's just generally been pretty easy for me. Sexy. Just because I'm not much of an eater. Mm -hmm. So, and with all that being said, I've always seen myself in a different way. Lo and behold, today I stumble upon a picture of one Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Do you know mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger? I do. I do. He was uh, Mr. Governor. Uh, Mr. Universe for sure. however many years in a row. Sure. I-, I wonder if there are planets out there who are like, we got people bigger than him. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like when people who win the Super Bowl say we're world, uh, world, world champions. champions. Yeah. It's like, you really haven't given everybody a shot. Yeah, we don't play that crap over here. So- <laughs> I, I stumbled into Arnold Schwarzenegger. Could, could you do an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression? Absolutely could not. Could you try? Absolutely not. Could, I like to hear yours. <clears throat> Get down. <laughs> what do you think? It's not terrible. Hold on. Get down. <laughs> I will admit, you've done two examples, both of them the same. It's very limited. It's very, very limited. All right, all right, ready. <clears throat> Get to the chopper. <laughs> it's pretty, it's not that bad. Uh, thank you. I it's appreciate it. It's not that bad. He was talking about how he looks at himself in the mirror now mm. and he is disgusted by his body. Are you, oh, that, what's, what's your hurts. take? What's your take on that? It hurts to hear, but I mean, I can only imagine the better shape you are at, when you're young, especially when so much of your identity revolves around how you look. That is literally your claim to fame is your sure. body. And and to go into um, older age and lose that because you can't keep it, it's impossible. Um, I, there's a lot of um, absolutes you have to come to terms with and let go of. And that, as we've spoken about in the past, that is terrifying. I think you hit the nail on the head. When you are good looking, when you are known for being uh, at the top of your field in your physical fitness, mm-hmm. I think that that is how it is easy to fall into these body dysmorphia roles. You want to see some insecurity. And obviously I'm generalizing here. I'll show you, you know, the hottest women who get all these compliments for being pretty all of a sudden in their mind, that's the only thing that matters. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. this is what he said. I was already so critical of myself, even when I was in top physical shape, I'd look in the mirror after I won one Mr. Olympia after another and think, how did this pile of shit win? Mm. I mean, isn't that super interesting? I think a lot of times you don't think about the big giant men 
that have these frailties, that have these vulnerabilities. And I would say the people who are at the top of the charts as far as bodybuilding, I bet you damn near to a one that every single one of those people have body dysmorphia. They wouldn't push themselves that hard if they didn't feel like there was something wrong with them. Well, and that's what I was going to say is in order to be at that level, to have a body like that, you need a certain obsession about this thing in order to achieve that. And that obsession generally comes with not being good enough. Well, sure. It's like, how do you think Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, how do you think Michael Jordan made it to the top of the sport? Because he was obsessive about how he won and wanting to be the best. And I think he might've obsessed a little bit more than everybody else. Seems like kind of a dick. And how do you think Michael Jackson stayed in such good shape, Ryan? Let's just jump right into our good. (laughs) Good news, everyone. Ryan, the city of New York, or more specifically, the Department of Consumer and Worker Protections. They have sued Starbucks on behalf of former employee Austin Locke, a six-year employee who was terminated after the store voted to unionize him being the union Organized. Didn't you talk about this on a previous episode? Well, I talked specifically about Starbucks and their practices along with Amazon and whatnot, but this is a specific story relating to them. I haven't talked about this one specifically. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, Mr. Locke losing his job is not good, but this is the first time this law, which was passed in 2017, will be put into practice defending a worker. So this is, go ahead. And what happened was he wanted to unionize and, and so he was, they got rid of him. They did unionize and he was the leader of that movement. And after the store voted to unionize, they fired him. Just as a retaliatory action. I mean, I like that. See, I like that. Keep it petty. I like that. I think there should be more pettiness in business. Well, that would, all the power would go to, again, those at the top. They have the most resources to be petty. Sign on the line, doo-doo head. All right, looks like I'm going this alone. Well, Ryan, <laughs> I got you. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> this is just another step empirical evidence that unions and the protections therein are ramping up day after day, week after week. And Each one of these instances is a wor- win for the workers. So, in other words, what unions do is they protect the workers and their rights, and the companies who are paying these workers don't want that. They want for their their workers to be treated unfairly and to get the best that they can off of human labor. Well, right now, you're pretty much at the whim of your boss. They decide how much they pay, how they're going to punish you, all of that. With a union, when they make those decisions, you have a lawyer or lawyers in the room with them going, no, you don't get to just do that. Wow. You know, Tyler, until this moment, I didn't fully understand that idea. Seriously. We've spoken about this at length before. Sure, but yeah. I don't think you put it in those terms. Mm. Sometimes it just clicks. Yeah, yeah. It's whenever there are people in a room making a decision on you as a worker, you now have a representative in that room fighting for you. I dig that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's insurance for your livelihood. I dig that. Now, Ryan, into our bed. What was a four-day manhunt for the two brothers, Damien and Miles Sanderson? Have you heard about this? I have not. Well, as you say from time to time, Ryan, the age of the serial killer is all but dead. Now- Thanks a lot, Nokia. Now is the time of? The spree killer. The spree killer. You gotta get it all out, man. You gotta shake the sillies out. Maybe not the moment, the time to be dropping those kind of jokes. Why? What's going to happen? <laughs> Is something bad? What are you leading up to? You do have a foreboding kind of vibe to you. Well, the two suspects were hunted for the stabbing death of 10 people and the injury of 18 others in an indigenous village in Saskatchewan, Canada. Okay. And they went on a spree and in one night stabbed to death 10 people and almost killed another 18, but wounded them. Why? That is a good question, Ryan. We can't really tell. And these are two actual brothers. Two brothers. One 30, the other 31. Okay. They're right then and there next to each other. That is the time, I believe, where people really lose it. I, I think that there is Well, they nailed it. We can review. Yeah. Man. Somebody go check on Taylor Swift. No, I think that at that age is where it's the most, the culmination of your, your youth. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about that. We can review. We can review. Yep. Well, on the day of the massacre, when the manhunt began... Younger brother Damien was found dead outside of a house at the scene. 
with what police said appeared to be visible injuries that did not appear to be self-inflicted. And the New York Times even reported that he was stabbed to death. So his brother killed him is what you're saying? That's a, uh, that seems to be what happened. They went on this spree. Killed- is, that, is that shocking though? Um, Man, you're going to kill people together. At least live together as well. Tyler, have you never seen the beginning of The Dark Knight Rises? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you got to take each other out one by one. There can only be one at the end. Tyler. So that's the moral of his story. It's like King of the Raft. There can only be one person standing. It's like Lord of the Flies, but the kids have grown up. I think that if you are in that kind of a spree killing, I mean, anything is possible. Well, certainly. But I just, man, you can't even trust your brother yeah. that you just killed a bunch of people. With. That's unfortunate. Who can you trust, Ryan? That's a good question. The older brother was finally stopped four days later where he took his own life with a knife. Wow. Before police could actually arrest him. I wonder how he did that. Like cut his throat or something? They they didn't specify. That's crazy. That's a terrible way to go. Two things about this story before we move on to our interesting. First, the two guys were from the village that they attacked. I thought it was two people that came into the village to commit some kind of hate crime. Sure. It was two citizens of the village. Now, do we know how big this village is? Uh, It was 1,900 people. Okay, it's a so very, very small, small village. That's that's less than people at my high school. Out of the 10 people who died, this isn't one of the facts, but I, I remember from reading it, out of the 10 people who died, six of them are from the exact same extended family. Wow. Some family just lost six members in one night. I'm wondering if that has something to do with it, if it was, or maybe that's just a crime of convenience. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they're in one house and they're all there, who knows? Like Ted Bundy in, that, in, that, uh, in the college, you know? Yes. Oh, God. That must have been terrifying. I know I'm saying the obvious, but I can't even imagine with him just over you. He used, oh, forget over you. He used like a table leg. He didn't use a, he didn't use a knife. Like a blunt instrument. He he bludgeoned people deeply and terribly. Just, just bashed them and ran from room to room. Can we just not bludgeon people to death? Is that too much to ask? Is that too much to ask, ladies and gentlemen? Well, the second and last thing I will say about this, uh, the older brother, Miles, had 59 criminal convictions and was serving a four-year sentence when he was released in February, the parole board wrote, and I fucking quote, Wow. It is the board's opinion that you will not present an undue risk to society if released on statutory release. I just picture somebody standing out in front of the courthouse guard. He's good. <laughs> hey, he's good. He's good. It's on my word. He's good. Look at his face. He's That's good. That's not an innocent face. That's pretty crazy, it's- man crazy. And yeah. now even uh, Justin Trudeau has said we need an investigation. What, what's his name? J- what was his name? Justin Trudeau. Thank you. Uh, has even said we need an investigation into how this happened and if any mistakes were made. Devilishly handsome. He is. I'm yeah. going to go ahead and say mistakes were made, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> mistakes were made. Okay, maybe we dropped the ball. <laughs> yeah, that's awful, man. And we we make jokes here, but what, a, what an awful... Uh, existence for one family for I'm sure lots of families for the, for the community really terrible. A, a community that small who goes through something that tragic uh it shifts a community for life sure there is no getting past that. hopefully it brings them together as opposed to makes it more torturous on them and, so. and and hopefully there's some understanding maybe that hopefully they figure out what the the purpose was here maybe just a little bad meth well they had well that's the thing they had spoken to different people throughout the community and some people had spoken to and it is known in um indigenous communities where substance abuse runs high. Why, why do you think that is? It's ah, a good question. I, I mean, if you were to go into indigenous communities history, you would find some pretty fucked up things that were done to them as a, as a society. Sure. And But do you think that that still echoes out to these future generations? Oh, absolutely. I mean, look at Native Americans. They were almost wiped off the earth and then they, so many of them became alcoholics. Their culture, their families were destroyed. How sure. could it not affect you negatively as a society? I think that's true. And also I think a big portion of it is, and this is me just spitballing. At this point now, there's a lot of idle behavior because they are given money just to live, right? Consumerism. Right. Here's just, here's funds. Do whatever you want with sure, it. Sure, and I think that, you know, idle hands can be a negative if you're not keeping your mental faculties, you know, in in line. Like, what you're saying is they're already dealing with some shit. Now you just sit around and do nothing. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's... Yeah. it's uh, without a healthy goal, it just turns into striving, like we did, without the funds, striving for uh, the highs of the body. Yeah. And that's always going to turn you to into a blob of just uh, nothing of nothingness. Yeah. Who yeah. wants that? It's an interesting there's a lot of societies there's a lot of 
cultural problems that we're dealing with in the world and will forever. And, and it's weird how they specifically work in one particular, you know, all cultures, all societies have their own issues, you know? Absolutely. And it's what have we done as a society and depending on the story, what has been done to us? Sure. You know, and I mean, history is kind of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Any history you pretty go into. Pretty whack history. Pretty bad. And you know, like our stepfather says, and I don't know if this is even apropos of what we're talking about, but it's something that's always stuck with me. Poor people kill each other. Rich people kill themselves. Mm. It, it's very interesting that what world we're born into almost dictates what kind of weaknesses, what kind of vulnerabilities we're going to be up against. And I completely agree with that statement, except for the rich people who hunt the poor people. They kill each other. The most dangerous of games, yeah. Tyler. Yeah. You, man, you don't hunt man. Interesting, Ryan. That was pretty interesting. <laughs> it was. Interesting and entertaining. <laughs> Scotland. You heard of it? I. One, apparently one in five women in Scotland can't afford period products. What? The government, yeah. It's, and which is, I would imagine, a real problem. Well, you wear those kilts, bro. You just let it go. <laughs> I now have kilts and gilts. I, <laughs> show name. <laughs> show name. I, I, you know what? I'll, I will genuinely say you saved it. <laughs> You're Thank back. God. You're back. Thank God. Well, the government wanted to do something about that and why, created. Why is that? Why is what? Is it just sweeping poverty? Why can women not afford? If people don't have funds. They don't have money. They can't. It's in like Scotland, here. it's bad. Well, it's the same thing in here. You know how many thousands of children go to go to bed hungry every night? If we were to go off of that fact, we say, man, America's a hellhole. That's still, a f we're still doing that? Oh, we're still doing ch hungry children, Ryan. Damn, yes. Dude. I yes. thought they've graduated to hungry man. I'm sorry. And that, that one was no good. Um, that is terrible. That is terrible. And I would imagine that is a problem that you don't want to not be equipped for, you know? Well, it's definitely something that a lot of people wouldn't want to be associated with and would kind of, as we see with so many problems here in our own country, would rather brush it to the side. Scotland doesn't want to do that. They what? appointed- Why Why do you feel that way? Because it makes men uncomfortable to talk about- What do you mean? Why do I feel what way? That, that most people don't want to talk about that. Is it just menstruation that people want to avoid? Oh, no. I, well, first of all, yes. Most leaders are men, and that does make plenty of men uncomfortable. Sure. But I also just mean it can so easily be looked at as a frivolous issue that doesn't need to be discussed. I don't even mean the disgust of the issue itself. I just mean the, um, let's say, lackluster attitude a lot of uh, policymakers have these days. Okay. So I understand. I can see how people would see it as a... A minute issue, but Scotland is not taking that position. Well, I think that if you want to become uh, uh, some form of government leader, you should have to work your way up. You should work in different places. You should build, you know, this kind of complete idea of experience before you start making decisions for your constituency. That's Am I right? Very well so said. So what I'm, what I'm. Oh wait, he's going. He's going. What further. I'm proposing is, <laughs> okay, go if you want to be a leader of men, you must first have earned your red wings. Is oh that, my is that, god! And when you're Scottish, you know, <laughs> I made you think I was being serious, and I was, Tyler, and I was. How does that help our country in any way? I don't know. Uh, red wings. Um, Urban Dictionary. Look it up. Yeah, and you, then we're sorry. If you're driving right now, go ahead and do it. Well, just to close out this segment. I will just say that this actually has a little bit of a twist. Okay. The government wants to do something about this issue, so they created a new position, the period dignity officer. This is, this is true. PDO. PDO. Okay. Whose job it is, is to work for legal rights of free period products in public places. So when a woman goes to a public bathroom, there's those little dispensers sure. where she can get those products. Sure. Uh, I think that's beautiful. Doesn't that sound like a good idea? Absolutely. They gave the position to a man. What? Jason Grant. Really? <laughs> yes. Jason, where? They congratulations got, on your success, but I'm, uh, I don't know, dude. They got so much blowback, including death threats, that they had to abolish the position wow. and now look for different means to accomplish the same goal. PDO ended PDQ. <laughs> I, uh, that's shocking. It, it was a, a, in a in a move to be forward thinking and just, you fucked it up at the end, man. We will not accept this, period. 
Uh, that's I, I see what you did. That's there. unfortunate. Yeah, that's, I, it's, and I'm not. I, I am not on the side of give a job to somebody specifically because they are a man or a woman or because they are white or they are black. But in this situation, you find a qualified person. Yeah. Who is a woman? Well, you almost as a sign of good faith. I mean, you're doing something here, and, and it shouldn't matter who it is. But why not put a woman in well, a position on. of power? Who this is her? This is her her, her situation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, I like the idea as a whole. And you always want somebody in a position of power who knows you will be fighting for your uh, rights. Yep. And if it's a fellow woman, of course she's going to. At least, hopefully. I'm into it. Those are politics. And that Ryan is GBI. Nailed it, Tyler. Nailed it. Thank you. Are you ready for some more Mandela effect? <laughs> Please. Never has a segment opening been <laughs> so far away from what the segment is. We do the Mandela effect. Tyler. It still works for me. That old cartoon, one of my favorites of all time, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck. Yeah. Was it Looney Tunes? T-O-O-N-S or Looney Tunes, T-U-N-E-S. Now, before you answer, genuinely think back to that. Remember the red, red circle, circle sure. with the red circle? Porky Pig. With Porky Pig mm -hmm. before he's popped out and he gets his big fat noggin in the way. Jeez. Was, he had a big head, man. He did, but he was- I, just, I say, I say, I, I say- That's that's Foghorn Leghorn. You do him every time. Damn it. <laughs> it's the only one I remember. He calls to you. Does he, is it Looney Tunes? In your mind's eye, is it Looney Tunes? Or Looney Tunes. This isn't speaking from the mind's eye. This is speaking from the heart. Okay. My heart says Looney Tunes. T U N E S. You say T U N E S. I do. Yeah. Great job, Tyler. Damn. Woo. Wow. We got two more here. I, I'm. Woo. I'm actually happy that this has been as much of a competition as it actually was because I didn't know if you were going to fall for any of these. So this is good. It shows you that at least it's possible. Whatever the hell it is. All right, Tyler, what is the name of the 1960s animated sitcom that takes place in a romanticized Stone Age setting, Tyler? Is it the Flintstones or is it the Flintstones? Oh, the Flintstones or the Flintstones? Meet the Flintstones. Yeah, I I'm going to go it's Flintstones, no T. You're well, or no first T, excuse you're me. You're saying that it is the Flintstones. The Flintstones. What? It is the Flintstones. Oh, fuck you, Flintstones. Oh, you're making me look bad. It felt unnecessary. And Sorry. You're doing it all on your own. All right, Tyler. I mean. They're prehistoric. They've been dead a long time, buddy. They can't hear these Did insults. you like the, the Flintstones? Not at all. It wasn't my jam either. None all. of those Hanna-Barbera cartoons were good for the me. The Jetsons. There was all. No, thank I you. Agree. Uh, I agree. I agree. Something weird was going. Well, never mind. Yeah. All right, Tyler. Are you ready for the very last one? This one I need for you to use your mind's eye again. Does the logo for the clothing company Fruit of the Loom have a cornucopia in it or not? Is it a cornucopia of fruit or is it just random fruit? Now, before you answer, Ooh. a cornucopia is that horn-shaped thing that you uh, associate with Thanksgiving dinner. It's an odd-shaped basket, not something I would put fruit in. Yeah, it is a weird shape. It's basket. a weird choice. Who came up with cornucopia? More like cornudopida, am I right? <laughs> I was going to say cornanopia, uh, but you know, whatever. Tyler, you are <laughs> incredible. You're doing great. Now, <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Does the logo for Fruit of the Loom, does it have a cornucopia in it? Or does it not have a cornucopia in it? This is another one of those where my brain wants to say there is a cornucopia, but for some reason, I'm going to say no cornucopia. Cornucopia-less? Yes. Less on the corporate Yes! Tyler, great job yes! finishing up. But of the seven- Say it with my chest. You got three right and four wrong. No! But I think it proves our point that not not that you're an expert or whatever, but that is the idea that it's just the shallow memory and you're remembering things wrong. Your memory, not that great of a tool. I could have told you that before you put all this together. Oh, so oh. much work for not. Erase the show, Tyler. It's all good. We don't need to do it anymore. Great job this week, Tyler. Thank you. Thank you. Thank we you. got in here. We waited Thank through you. it. We we got it done. Thank please, you. Please tell these motherfuckers where, how they can get in touch with us. To get in touch with us, just go to thoseguysyouhate.com and all the links are right there on the front. Click on them and subscribe. We need your support and we appreciate your support. 
Thank you guys so much. Tyler, what is the moral of the story? Guys, the moral of the story, I think, is going to be, um, it's going to be obvious, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway, because I feel like we still have an issue with this. Don't go on spree killings. Please don't go on spree killings. There are so many different ways. You're not the boss of me. To get out your anger. Don't go on spree killings. It's very selfish. Yeah, it's it like killing yourself in a hotel. What do you Somebody's got to clean that shit up. Very selfish. Where's the right place to kill yourself? Out in the field somewhere amongst the wild boars. He'll take care of it. <laughs> Did you see that corpse? He was outstanding in his field. Um, you know what? I think that, I don't know, this rise in spree killing, this, this, this idea where people want to be famous for being the worst person that they possibly can, growing and not notoriety, and the fact that having notoriety is that important nowadays as two people who live right down the street from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, it it can change, uh, you know, change a community, change the world. It's a scary time. No doubt about it. There was just a lockdown in my son's school because a kid brought a gun to school. Mm. Yeah. Did he fire it in the air happily? I don't believe so. Mm. Bad job, kid. Uh, Ryan, what is the moral of the story? The moral of the story is, I think that it may benefit you somehow. I know that it could me is realizing when I look in the mirror that what I see looking back at me is not reality. Mm -hmm. It is little tweaks and little, you know, things in my mind, changing it around and always not being good enough. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. You're beautiful. No matter what your mind says, we are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. It's like one of the worst sounds ever. to Texas. I saw that. That made me feel so good. Oh yeah. I don't, uh, Red Circle, by the way. I don't give a shit about any of this, but nonetheless. But, but it's not just that. It is uh, rooting against Saban because he's a miserable person. It's the only thing I care about, Tyler. I, I'm rooting against misery when I root against him. Uh, what about what about my Jemmy? My Jemmy no play? Yeah, they won 30 to 7. Who'd they play? Spoiler alert. Uh, some unranked team. I don't know. It's on there right now. Good on you, player. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. on you. Yeah, they did a flea flicker. It was like 35 yards. Hit him in the touchdown. Hit him in the uh, touchdown, hit, you said. <laughs> hit him in the red zone. We know sports. And he fell right into the into the uh, end zone. Sport. Football is back, Tyler. It is. Football is back. Dan. <laughs> um, I'm excited. I, I, uh, I am not. They played Southern Miss. I am not. A big time sports guy, but damn, do I love having that on in the background, Tyler. That's a good time. Very I, enjoyable. Am I right? We're getting our very first NFL Sunday this week. That very one, excited. That one I I uh, I really like because of our propensity to play fantasy football. Fantasy football. Which nobody cares about, by the way. Much no. like other people's kids, nobody gives a shit about your fantasy football Here's team. the thing, and here's why you're going to care about our fantasy football league. We don't do it like everybody else. It's actual fantasy. We dress up like <laughs> wizards. There's an orc. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say everybody dresses up in there as their uh, football player. As a no, specific football no, player. no. Everybody knows you hate the fantasy landscape. Uh, but Nobody believes it. you. I do it for the family. I have two leagues. I do that fantasy. And then we have like a fantasy fest football league where a everybody BDSM. just goes dick out. You know what I mean? Just dick out. Um, Tyler. Yes. I am looking to do good. You're a do-gooder. I'm trying to be a do-gooder. I'm looking for times in my day, opportunities for me to do good. What do you, I mean, I don't know. Let's talk about it. Uh, that's great. I think doing good is uh, is great. I think the world can doing always- Doing good is great. Okay. That's right. On. The act of doing good is a great thing. Doing I, good is good. Doing great is great. But not, and, and I'm, I'm- Are you arguing against me? Arguing I, on, I, I, on I, behalf of you? Tyler, I, I'm not accustomed <laughs> to this and I apologize. I'm on your side, man. I just don't like how you're saying it. <laughs> you're saying it wrong. Again, another absolute, well, like we were talking about earlier, very few absolutes in life. 
uh, one of the few absolutes, doing good is always beneficial for the planet. Or our species, however you want to look at it. Not for people who are evil. You're right. I'm fighting for no reason. Is, yeah, hey, you're, no, you're just right. going to scratch your right. claw to be a contrarian. I'm not sure how much you're wrong about this, Tyler. <laughs> Somehow, while agreeing with me, you're wrong and I'm right. But I, I've been looking to, to do good. And we've talked about this on the show before where doing good, doing something nice for people, perhaps this is different in different places in the world. For me... I'm an awkward person. It could be very anxiety filled. If mm-hmm. somebody drops something on the floor, do you immediately pick it up? Or are you like, is this going to be weird? Is this sure. way you're going to think I'm mugging her? Cause well, I am. Well, the, the formula and equations I start doing sure. to see whether I have enough time to make it to the, right. to the object on the floor. Before, are we going to bump heads before we both <laughs> reach for it at the same time? And now we awkwardly touch fingers. Sure, sure. I don't want that. But by the time I do those equations, the object has been picked up. That's the deal. The moment has been lost. I had this really nice moment. I, I was in the mall the other day. When was the last time you were in a mall? I try to avoid Horrible him, so. places, Tyler. Don't go while. there. What, what is the deal with kids? Don't take your kids out. You mean Petri dishes? No, nah, just, just walking just, around with them. Dude, don't take your kids out. It's like bringing the dogs into all these public places. Leave your kids at home. I wouldn't go that far. I would say it's way more egregious to bring your dogs everywhere than your kids. Much like your fantasy football team. Nobody gives a shit about your kids. Leave them in the car. That was the point I made. Sure. I don't know about leave them in the car, though. That's uh, illegal. All right, fine. Leave them outside of the car, Tyler. I don't want to get into brass tacks here. I'm just, I'm pitching ideas. There's no dumb ideas. So... I walk up there are on, illegal on these two old biddies, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I don't know. I don't know why I did that. I like to, when I'm on the, the podcast, I speak in a way I wouldn't. Normally, I try to be a bit more verbose, use vocabulary words that I wouldn't, you know, to paint a picture. Did you say biddies? Two, <laughs> these two old biddies. I think that you use that for like two uh, gossipy old women. I, I, okay. I don't think I should have done it that way. Okay. And they're, I'm in Macy's. So what am I looking at right now? Paint a picture for Just me. two older women who work at Macy's. I don't know why I called them old biddies. I apologize. They weren't. They're very story, sweet. This story is taking so much longer you're right, unnecessarily. You're right. So, you're right. All right, let's start over. We'll edit that out. So, no, this is, I think this is funny. So I you walk, sin your shame with biddies. Keep the story moving. I walk up on those bitches. Go. No, and, and. They are setting up a display. There's there's these, uh, I'm getting work clothes, so I'm in the nice, you know, the suit area, you know? And so they are lining up these, these, these nice collared shirts, and they have to take this thing that's underneath the table and completely turn it around. Mm-hmm. So- Like manual labor is what Oh, actual saying. manual yeah, labor. Yeah, and yeah, this yeah. isn't just like a table you would have in your kitchen. It is a, 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 a showpiece. A heavy object. So I said, ladies, 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 let me, t- I'm in a, in a tie and a shirt mm. and slacks. I said, ladies, let me take care of this. Okay. I think it's heavy as shit. It was super heavy, man. It was, but we got it done. It took like a minute and 30 seconds. Did they help you? They, they tried to help me, but I uh-huh. felt bad watching them strain. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're sinewy and, and like sandpaper. It was bad. I and, just didn't like it. And if one of them right then and there keels over from the exertion, sure. you don't want to be next to the crime scene. I killed one of these biddies. <laughs> I killed a biddy. We're down a biddy. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, he's closing the curtain all the way. Hence the pause in the sound. That's curtains for you, kid. <laughs> so we're down one biddy. And, uh, and just the point of this whole thing, this long rambling story is, yes, yes, it was so nice. And I genuinely believe that right there, perhaps it's different for everybody. I don't know. But all those years of doing drugs and doing crazy, you know, things looking for rewards. I believe that that feeling right there is the feeling that people are looking for. I think doing things for other people stimulate this, this part of your brain that, that feeds you with chemicals that you Look for it's a reward center kind of situation. Am I in kook alert territory? I'll hit the button. No, I don't think so. I think everybody can agree that doing something very nice for somebody, especially a stranger, uh, will make you feel good. There's no question about it. I respect that, but I am torn simply because while I do understand what you're saying, as I said, doing something nice for somebody, you feel good. Have you tried drugs before? I have tried drugs. Because they are tops, man. Well, here's the thing. Help somebody out while you're just strung out on cocaine. <laughs> oh, oh, the peaks. Okay, that was oddly specific. I'm peaking. <laughs> it was oddly specific. It was, it was genuinely very nice. And I, yeah. as we were just discussing, I'm 
hyper emotional. And I walked away from there kind of choked up because when you get that opportunity, a lot of times it's so easy to just walk right through it. And I really have put that out into the universe. I'm really today at the gym, this guy that I just say, what's up to, he was putting the, whatever he was. I stopped and just picked the thing up. So I made it easier for him and then mm-hmm. just walked away. Damn, did I look cool. Thank you, hero. Who was that guy? That masked man who just passed by here. Uh, and it was good. And all I'm going to throw on top of this is. Do you, oh, sorry. Thank you, Ryan. Thank there, there's you, There's only two of us Ryan. here, so I'll, I'll you have to you. try. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. You're oh, welcome. Thank you. Oh, I was going to look so foolish with just me doing it. I would like to thank all the little people who helped me get here, which was me. Uh, while I was at the mall, I saw those massaging chairs. You know those those Ridiculous. leather Ridiculous. recliners Ridiculous. that wrap around your 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 calves, wrap around your forearms. There's no human involved. You, you can't get a happy ending. Are you ending. positive there is not a human in there? Do we know that for a fact? You think there's just somebody in there just shaking <laughs> it really hard? <laughs> they're just <laughs> using their kneckles and twisting like they're kneading dough. Um, no happy ending on those, Ryan. You have to do it yourself. It's no. a DIY happy ending. <laughs> I'm paying for this. And this is why I said there shouldn't be kids here. Well, so, now, now you have a strong argument. Here's the thing. Okay. Have you ever seen, I know you don't go to the mall a bunch. I have seen a million people sitting in those chairs. If you go to a busy, a busy afternoon to Sawgrass Mills mall or go to the dolphin mall right here. I see people sitting in those chairs all the time. Yeah. I have never seen somebody put money in them. People are just sitting in the chairs. Oh yeah. They're not doing shit. They're yeah. just sitting in your chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're 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 paying you an ass sweat. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a metaphor. It's an investment. Yeah, it's an investment. It? I got sure. you. Just at the end of the day, you just kind of squeeze it into a cup and you take that home with you. Jackass already did this bit. All that I'm saying is it's like at a water park, you've never seen somebody in line at a urinal. It's the only place in the whole park where there is no line is a urinal. Nobody's paying for those F- Nobody is paying for those effing chairs, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You so don't, you don't I, want to do this with me? I'm just wondering what the plot of all this is. Is this you railing against people sitting in the chairs and not paying for them? I've invested in some of those chairs, Tyler. <laughs> there it is. And you guys. Terrible investment. You guys are monsters. Terrible investment. You want to wait until we're done hitting recording the pregame before you take a bite of your food every week with this. It was part of my character, Tyler. It's not part of your character. And I hate You're it. You're not. I hate it. No, you don't. I'm a slave to my craft. You got a shit-eating grin on your face right now. What do you think is in here? Let's do the show.